And welcome to a magical episode of Retrovaniacs. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Parmentier, here with Billy Holiday. Hello there. And Jeremy Gregory. <laughs> hey, guys. In this episode, we're returning back to the Neo Geo, uh, this time for Magician Lord. But before we get to the game of the episode, Billy, what have you been playing since our last show? Well, I'm, I'm still on that Switch, still hitting it hard. Uh, I think I've exclusively played it. I, in fact, I picked this game up for the Switch that we're reviewing uh, this episode. Uh, other than that, I, I said last week I went ahead and bought Golf Story, which, which got the Jeremy Gregory seal of approval. It's the... Uh, bizarre little game that somehow combines golf and an rpg and and does a pretty good job of it so far and i've I've really been enjoying that one uh playing through it um i also picked up on on the switch i picked up flame in the flood and uh, i just this is a purchase pretty much based on based on looks and sound what i've seen in in clips and all that and it's been recommended by a couple friends but i'm gonna give it a shot i got it for cheap um, I'm just not a fan usually. I didn't like survival mode in Minecraft. I I couldn't get into Don't Starve, but I, I'm going to give it a shot with this one and see how it is. I guess uh, next week I'll be reporting positive or negative. And Jeremy, what have you been playing since our last episode? I've still been going at Monster Hunter. Uh, I know we attempted to talk about it uh, on the last show, but uh, I'm still enjoying it. You know, I'm not really going out of my way to... Uh, uh, to gain monster levels or, or hunter levels or whatever they call it, you know, I'm I'm just kind of enjoying playing it on my own terms and and going out and doing uh, expeditions and farming for for materials and and monsters to try to make my my stupid outfits uh, and my even dumber cat outfits. It's uh, I've seen where you guys are at this point, which is way higher than than and way further than I am, and it seems to get to the point where it gets really in depth <laughs> with how far you can go uh, in making new weapons and upgrading them across. For me right now, I can do it like maybe like five, five or six times before I max out my, my weapon. Um, but you guys, it seems like it, there's like eight or nine things that you can go through before you re- reach max level with a weapon or, or there's, there's a lot more armor sets for you guys that you can do. Uh, I'm still uh, stuck back on Hunter level eight which means I don't get to do too much, but still I I'm having a ton of fun. Just, just going around and, and, you know, playing some dumb playlist on Spotify and relaxing and, and playing, playing the, the game on my own terms. Well, you said earlier that uh, off uh, the show, you had said you made it to the, I guess the fourth map, the rotten veil. And that's kind yes. of where the game turns and becomes much more difficult uh, without spoiling anything. Uh, after a certain point, you basically get to fight high quality and, and like high difficulty level versions of the things you've already fought, plus new monsters, uh, plus they, they make monsters move to other areas they weren't in previously, uh, and everything becomes much more difficult, but there's kind of like a switch for that, so I could still go back, and as I have been, uh, and done a couple missions with you uh, where it's not like you're getting killed because these are all those tough, super tough monsters, but it, it is so good, and I've been playing too much of it. Uh, thankfully, because I, I only have the one TV with uh, all the stuff the kids want to do on it, I can't play it as much as I'd like. Uh, so in, in many ways, it means I can play other things. So I did finish Exile's End uh, for the Vita that I talked about last time, that Metroidvania-style game. And I don't want to say it's great. It was definitely worth playing through once. It was free for the the, P, the PS Gold or PS Plus uh, game for this month. But it got me all like wanting to play another good Metroidvania again. So I was like, why not just 
cut to the best one and play Symphony of the Night again. But I forgot that I had sold my PSP and my copy of Castlevania Chronicles, which is more the, the last version of Symphony of the Night that I bought was. So I do have Castlevania Chronicles on my Vita, so I've decided to play that again. So I've, <laughs> I've been just <laughs> grinding through Castlevania so that I can get the unlockable Castlevania uh, Symphony of the Night. I realize I could buy it on every system imaginable, but I already have it. So I'd, I'd like right. to play it on that. Uh, so and, I, and actually, I really like Castlevania Chronicles. I think it's it's really fun. It kind of warms you up for uh, for what's going to be on Symphony of the Night. So yeah, a lot of a lot of Metroidvania, uh, other than Monster Hunter, uh, which is great because I think it prepared me for uh, this game in absolutely no way. This <laughs> episode's game, Magician Lord, for the Neo Geo. I don't know. I don't know what could prepare you for this one. This was a Neo Geo launch title. Uh, I had never played it on the Neo Geo itself, as I assume no one here has. Uh, I played it in the arcade on the Neo Geo machines that all the home systems were based on. And I think I played Magician Lord a handful of times. When the Neo Geos first showed up, I guess they only had a handful of games uh, before they became exclusively fighting games and a few sports titles. So I'd played Magician Lord, but it vanished on a lot of those machines, replaced by, you know... um, King of Fighters or any of those other games that, that were much more popular, Samurai Showdown. But I remember really liking this, and it was hard, but all arcade games are hard. Uh, and, and it reminded me of, you know, uh, Rastan or Rastan, I don't know how to pronounce it, or um, mm-hmm. Billy, you had pointed out when we started playing this, it's a lot like Altered Beast, which I think is a very mm-hmm. apt comparison. Uh, but, I, you know, I hadn't gotten very far, but I thought, this game is, is a lot of fun. I'd love to play it again. And I was so happy that it was selected <laughs> for us to play again. And Ooh. I don't think i still feel that same way this this is under the the uh we're gonna file this one under uh, be careful what you wish for definitely definitely different <laughs> a different situation when you can play uh on, on current consoles but it's the original game with unlimited continues yeah uh, which and, and I, I, I since you played the arcade let me ask did you have to take out a small loan before sitting down to play this one. See, I I actually played this on the arcade as well, uh, but it, it was at my local Big Lots, and they had the uh, the the Neo Geo arcade machine. It, it was like uh, Magician Lord, Metal Slug, and, and something else. And after I kind of got done, I would always play Metal Slug. And one day I was like, you know, I'm going to try this Magician Lord game. It's got a cool ass title. It's an awesome name for a video game. And so I tried it out, and like. I enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of fun playing it. I thought it looked neat. Uh, you know, it, it definitely plays a lot like Altered Beast, you know, just very kind of a, a almost stiff feeling to it, you know, and uh, shooting, uh, basically just shooting out energy waves uh, anytime you want to attack. Um, it, it was fun. You know, I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. So I was really looking forward to seeing more of the game because back then, I couldn't make it further than maybe like two minutes with, before I ran out of my one quarter that I was able to put in. And no matter how many times I played that game, I still could not make it past two minutes. So that might have should have told me something going into this one. 
Um, but yes, we we learned a hard lesson this time. Yes. Well, I think if you compare it difficulty wise to Metal Slug, uh, which we had we had covered previously, uh, Metal Slug games and this game were designed to continue to make you feed quarters in. And much like Metal Slug, when you do continue, assuming that you're playing in the arcade and you put in a quarter, it starts you right where you were, which is great. Because if you start at the beginning of every level after one time in the arcade, you'd be like, well, that was fun. I'm never putting more quarters in this ever, ever again. So it it's great that you get to start wherever you want. But to counteract how easy that makes the game, much like Metal Slug, things get intense and crazy. And un- I wish at the end of this game it showed me how many continues I used. Like on Metal Slug, it does that. It'll say like, oh yeah, 35 continues. And you feel pretty good because you're like, it was only double digit continues. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that's just how Metal Slug is. And for some reason, that didn't bother me. Uh, but on this game, it certainly did. Uh, it, it, I, I easily have 100 continues on my complete playthrough. Uh, and I'd say 80 of them are in one specific section we'll talk about when we get there. Uh, yeah. Before we get to the specifics of the parts of the game that really, really weren't working, uh, the first level to two are actually pretty fun. Uh, it is it is a, a you know a two D side scroller, not really platform, more of an action game like an Altered Beast. You know, it's it's not quite a brawler because everything dies in, in a handful of hits as opposed to having to punch and kick things in different different uh, variations. You are most of the time, at least when I'm playing, uh, you are the magician Elta. Uh, who can only jump and attack, but you can thankfully attack uh, not just left and right, but you can shoot up, and if you're jumping, you can shoot down, something I forgot I could do way too many times because it's extremely helpful. Uh, But at least you can fire in in those four directions along with moving. Much like Altered Beast, your character's fairly large. Uh, You know, I'd say you're a little bigger than a third of the screen, uh, so you actually... um, It's not like a... Castlevania, where you're a much smaller character, you can see a lot more of the level, uh, and therefore have a lot more to concern yourself with. But it's a game where everything's a lot bigger than it would be on on a Nintendo game, for example, which is what I really would be using as a comparison. Uh, Even though it was an arcade game, at that time, you know, Nintendo was 99% of my gaming time, and arcades were a a small, special time when I got to go to the arcade, but it was never something I'd last very long at. So, this was not uh, a game where I expected to do a bunch of ridiculous jumps like like Castlevania. There weren't a lot of parts where you jump to your death on the early levels. Unlike uh, a lot of games that were out of time in arcades, you do have multiple hit points, which is nice. You start with two, uh, and then once you get uh, some upgrades, which we'll talk about some transformation upgrades, you can kind of refill your life that way. Otherwise, there's no way to refill your life in the levels, uh, so you have to be extremely careful. But at least one hit doesn't kill you. You get a couple shots at least uh, before you, you end up dying. When you die, you start right where you left off, uh, not just when you continue. So in the levels, what makes this stand out a little more than other games that are similar to this? Much like Ultra Beast, how you have the transformation every level, this isn't set on what level you're at that you make a transformation, though. Uh, in the upper right corner of the screen, you have two spots for colored gems, and the default one you start with every level is a red colored gem. You find other colored gems in the levels in treasure chests, and the game makes it seem like you're going to find these all over the goddamn place. But really, they're very, very sparingly used, and a lot of the time they're hidden in extra bonus rooms you have to find. But once you get other ge- a second gem, you can transform into one of six other forms that are all generally way better than your base form. First off, they have more health, uh, and secondly, they definitely have better attacks. Uh, the, for example, one of the early ones you'll find, I think you have no option to skip it, is a dragon warrior character who, you know, you're basically a half dragon, half man, and you breathe fire. 
And compared to your you know regular shooter that goes across the screen, yes, the range isn't as good, but the fact that you're just spraying fire everywhere actually is extremely effective on a game like this. So that's wonderful. Uh, and then the other second character you really find is the Shinobi Ninja, which has shots that also go across the screen like your other shots. They're a little bit faster, and they're bigger. So it's, it's nice to have these other characters, uh, but... If you get hit enough times as the other character, I think you have four life bars as the transformation. Once you get it twice and you're back down to two, you go back to the regular wizard. And that means that generally, based on my playtime in this game, you'll get to see these transformations for approximately four seconds. Yeah, that's one of my main complaints. The transformations are pretty cool on here. And at the beginning, I kind of got the idea that they were going to be there to be had. You know, they were going to give them to you. They were they were going to be kind of unavoidable. In Alter Beast, you can miss them, but you really had to fuck up to miss those things. Uh, on these, as we'll talk about, it's not quite that straightforward. And and I'll tell you how hard they are to find. In fact, when you and we'll get there later on. Uh, eventually, you are given the opportunity to pick one of these forms, and I'd only seen three of them at that point in time. Uh, apparently, there are there are more than that. So they, yeah, they're hidden away, and and it's a shame because that's one of the could have been one of the the cooler aspects of the game. Yeah, the whole transformation thing is is neat, and you know I was really looking forward to you know seeing more of that stuff. But I'm kind of like you; I got to the point in that game where it was like, choose one of the, you know, here's all of them together. Choose whichever one you want. I was like, I've seen two of these guys. Yeah, I, I and, literally have no clue who these other things are. Yeah, the other and, stuff you can. And, yeah, and you pick one that you hadn't seen before, and they fucking suck. Yeah, uh, and but yeah, they they are uh, hidden mm-hmm. in, in just these these doors that as you go through each stage, each you know they these stages are kind of linear in how they they work, but they're kind of all over the place too, with a yeah. lot of doors and areas that you can go into, and uh, a lot of these doors that you find are literally just sections that you go through to get these transformations and power-ups like more hp and stuff like that and those sections alone are so hard and annoying to get through that it's not really worth it to get those transformations like at some point i knew i was going into a room that was going to be like okay there's going to be a transformation at the end of this i just left because i did not want to even deal with it and you're not going to keep it I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be able to look at it a couple times and it's gone. Well, that that's the problem with the transformations. Also, the problem with uh, along with the transformations, uh, you have a power bar at the bottom right of the screen. You're always mm-hmm. at power one and power level two and three are there. Uh, I know that there is a spot for power level three, but I never saw it happen. Uh, and power level two, it it, it does a, a notable change. For example, with Shinobi the ninja, you you have like this. You know, I guess it's supposed to be like a ninja star thing you throw or like ninja magic you throw across the screen. When you get power level two, it's actually two of them, uh, mm. one on top of the other. So it's it's almost like a shooter in that aspect. And it's it's great. But if you get hit one time when you're powered up, you lose a power. So if you, you get this power up item and they again, they don't come out of enemies you kill. They don't uh, randomly pop up. There aren't a ton of treasure boxes with them in there. In the first level, for example, there is one, one power up. And it's mm-hmm. in a spot where... I couldn't find a good way to avoid getting hit immediately after getting it over and over and over again. Uh, and then you have to get through the next like the boss and get halfway through the next stage of stage two to even find another power up to see if power level three is amazing. Uh, based on the, this, the 
looking at some some walkthroughs that I saw and uh, on YouTube and some speed runs. Yes, Power Level Three is incredible, but I don't think I can ever ever see it. I don't think <sighs> I can play this game for two months and ever see it. And that that's a statement on the difficulty of this game in that like a lot of stuff like the power levels and whatnot I didn't know about until after the fact because I never had a chance. I, I played through this game all the way through and still couldn't tell you half the mechanics of this game just because I did not stay alive long enough to really get to, to test anything out. And I know we're going to talk a lot about the difficulty of this game and, and how frustrating it can be, but... A lot of that difficulty comes like when you were talking about the size of these characters. Mm -hmm. The these characters, the enemies, and your character are decent sized sprites, and there's there's not enough room for you to maneuver around no. the way. There, there's can... there's going to be a collision. Yeah, and like with all the stuff that's coming at you, uh, you just don't have a chance to enjoy the game really. <laughs> Like, you know, it wants to give you all these power-ups and these transformations and stuff like that, but you never, even when you get them, you you may see them for like 10 seconds before yeah. you something just randomly hits you or flies in, and then you're right back to where you were. My trouble with the, with that is that, you know, you take two hits. Uh, if you if you have the, the power-up, you know, you have four, or the transformation, rather. and But you're not going to take just one hit. I, it's my experience. When you get hit... You don't have that several seconds of of blinking invulnerability. If you take one hit, you're going to take a second at least. With with half of these enemies, they're positioned or they're in such numbers that when one of them hits you, you're going to get knocked back into another one, and that's about it. Uh, so, no, it's not one hit kills, but it kind it kind of is in a lot of cases. It, the the invis the invincibility after being hit is under a second, and yeah. You also have knockback when you get hit, which is always enjoyable in every game. I wish every game had knockback all the time. Uh, it's <laughs> it's the worst, and and because of that, a lot of the time you, you you could have been in a safe spot with the first hit you took, but that next spot's going to knock you either off a platform or into another enemy. Because again, they they have a lot crammed into these screens, even in the early levels, and they also do that thing where sometimes things just spawn in. I mean, they have like a visible like here I come into the room spawning thing, but they still mm -hmm. spawn behind you or in front of you, or, you know, leap down from the ceiling or whatever it is, and just constantly are, you're just swarmed with things. Um, it remind, it, it's a lot more like, uh, honestly, like a shooter than a, a 2D action game, as far as mm -hmm. I can tell, mm -hmm. especially with the power-ups. I was going to say, like, uh, it, it seems like it's almost, like, with how the enemies are, like, it's kind of set to be like a shooter, where it's mm -hmm. it expects you to be powered up all the time. Yeah. You know, when you're playing a shooter... Yeah. If you, you know, when you're powered up, you feel like you're invincible. You know, you're mm -hmm. just mowing through this stuff. And for for the minute or two that I was able to be powered up in this game, you definitely can mow through people, but you you never get the chance to to stay that way. And as soon as you get hit, you're right back down to basically being a pea shooter, like in yeah. a shooter. And when you're like that in a shooter, you don't really stand a chance. You may as well just reset the game until you get mm -hmm. back to where you were. And yeah, the most fun I had with this was that first dragon transformation, and and I and I think they set you up to kind of show it off. You get a you get a string of you know four or five in a row of of really weak uh, skeleton type enemies, and you put the flame out, and you just you're wiping everybody out. And and uh, for the first and only time in the game, you kind of feel you know you get that sense of just kind of being invincible, mowing everyone down. I, I would have loved to have more of that, but unfortunately that. 
lasted for the first level and that was it and yeah it's it's a lot like those just bullet hell type games those space shooters because it just it never ends there are no breaks in this game uh you're not going to go more than four or five steps without a new enemy popping up on you to go over all the transformations real quick uh before we get into the actual level design a little more detailed uh Mm -hmm. so we already talked about the dragon warrior uh that's if you you know again you start with one red gem so uh, if you pick up one more red gem, you'll have two red gems at the top, and that's the Dragon Warrior. Breathes fire uh, in in uh, eight directions. You can, or I'm sorry, in like a half circle from left and right, and also all the way above. It does not shoot down diagonally. Um, if you have a, a a green gem, pick up a green gem along with the red gem. That's the Shinobi Ninja. Those are the ones you're going to see the most in the game. Uh, in the later levels, they do have more blue gems. So one blue gem along with your red gem makes you the Waterman. Uh, which could be yeah. the worst form in the game. That's uh, a worthless bastard. Yeah, just for just, it's worth noting that when allowed to pick uh, my my final form, I went with this guy. Oh, I do apologize that you played. <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank you. The Waterman. You'll be you'll be happy to know it was brief at least. The Waterman is is very bad. He does not have a like direct line attack it's like he lobs a little ball of water forward and it splashes on the on the ground uh it is not useful as you pick up gems if you happen to have two full gems up the top which i never did in actual playing the game it'll replace the right gem with whatever you've picked up next so if you get two blue gems uh you'll get poseidon which is a stronger version of Waterman, uh who is only slightly better he causes a wave of water to go in front of you and uh, if he uh, you jump it will lob um, or might like a water grenade that actually does a fair amount of damage, but you have to hit them with it des- exactly. So I don't really like him either. Uh, a blue and a green is the samurai. Uh, samurai has uh, his base form. All this is level one. I didn't get anything higher than level one with these guys. Uh, it kind of shoots like a, a little boomerang thing in front of you, but it does a lot of damage. And then two green, which I never saw organically. I had to pick it as my last, uh, when it lets you pick your character towards the end, hmm. uh, is like a yellow golden ninja that shoots electricity in all eight cardinal directions every time you push the button. And if you hold it down, it just spams electricity everywhere. If you watch a good a good playthrough of this where someone has that powered up to level three, it is just like being fully powered on a space shooter. Like you're just destroying things and mm-hmm. laughing maniacally as nothing's coming anywhere near you. Uh, but I guess to counterbalance how strong that is, once you do lose that, you're just going to die repeatedly for the rest of time, and that's the end of your game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's how all these forms are. And in the fully powered forms, at least for everything except for the Waterman and Poseidon, which I think were terrible designs, uh, the rest of those, if you get them fully powered up, they, they do just shred through everything. I mean, the fully powered up Dragon Warrior, his breath will almost go the whole length of the screen, and it's wider, and it does a lot more damage. I mean, you basically are just breathing fire and melting maps. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but you'll yeah. never get it, because you have to get... Uh, untouched from the middle of the first level all the way to the end, uh, middle to end of the second level to see that other red gem uh, to make it happen again. It is it is very, very difficult to continue to, to keep those powers. Even the speed runs I watch, well, not the speed runs, the, those are somehow inhuman people that do things, but just, just full playthroughs where people doing the same thing we did, just slamming our heads against the wall over mm-hmm. and over again and never seeing transformations for more than 10 seconds. It's kind of sad because, you know, what you're describing there sounds like a cool game you know i want to have these fully powered up characters that seems like something that would make this game fun yeah but it never 
lets you get to that point. I mean, I think I'm I'm pretty good at video games. And this game just beat the shit out of me. Like I, I could not. Yeah. And it's... like I want to get to that point. I want to have flames that go across the screen. I want to have electric powers. And in a good shooter, you even if you're not that great, it'll it'll give you a taste of that. Even in like mm-hmm. in the first stage, it'll be like, okay, here's before everything gets crazy, we're gonna power you up and show you what it's like to have that kind of power. But this game, like, you literally have to be perfect at it to even get up to like mm-hmm. stage two of that. It's just it doesn't give you a chance to have fun with it. No, and you can't tease something like this, uh, a mechanic like this, where you get these these new forms with all these powers, and and it helps you progress through. Uh, you can't just tease something like that, give you a taste of it, and then make it so inaccessible for the rest of the game. And the game itself never, yeah, like you said, it doesn't give you that chance to, to have easy, but it also just starts you out just brutally punching you in the face with how mm-hmm. hard it can be. The first level, uh, first of all, I'd like to say the English translation of this game is lacking, <laughs> severely lacking. Uh, I mean, it's not terrible bad English, but there's things that are, I, I mean, they must be literal translations of words where you're not getting the, the meaning behind them. Uh, I mean, the, the first level is just called Dale of Evil Gods. Uh <laughs> Uh, to my favorite one, which is uh, the the third le- set of levels is highway leading to a foreign space. Like yeah. I'm sure that is the literal <laughs> translation of the mm-hmm. of, of what the characters are, are you know in, in Japanese are. Uh, but I'm sure the meaning is something else, like you know highway to space or something that would at least sound a little cooler than just highway leading to a foreign space. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, or highway leading to to strange worlds or something. With it, it, it's it's very bad. Uh, so the first level is the only level that I think is possible to beat on a quarter. Uh, I've played it now for, for the two weeks we've been doing this, and I can beat the first level without continuing uh, on the hey. default settings. It, it is very hard still. I mean, I, I can't guarantee it's going to happen every time because, again, once you make one mistake, you've pretty much thrown your game in the trash can. Uh, so the, the levels are set up, like Jeremy had said earlier, they're kind of straightforward, uh, but they do branch out a little bit. It's not quite as large as a... Um, like a Genesis level, you know, where it's it's huge and there's all these up, you know, branching levels and branching paths. This is definitely like a much smaller contained map, but there are still parts where there are optional areas you could com- choose to miss or just decide not to go into. Uh, every level has an over map that is kind of set up like that, and then there are these doors. 
Um, the first level only has one door, which makes it very easy. Uh, all the levels to find the bosses require you to go into a door to find the mini-boss for that level. Once you beat mm-hmm. the mini-boss, you're transported to a separate boss fight screen. Generally, I find the boss fights on this game are actually really cool and interesting, uh, but unfortunately, you have to go through those mini-boss fights to get to them, and we'll get into that in one second. But so, in the first level, it's pretty straightforward. Almost all the enemies are these, like, one or two hit kill zombie things that, that mm-hmm. show up. There are a few, like, bug creatures. There's that giant purple guy with the uh, extendo arms. But they're all monsters. Once you've seen them once, you're like, okay, I can get by this. If it wasn't for their, like, fire birds that shoot these little beam, th- these little balls at you uh, at a far more rapid pace than it should, and they move way faster than they need to, I would never get hit in that first level until I get to the boss, the mini-boss. Those birds, I don't know if everyone else had a problem with them, but I'd say they are, hands down, even with some of the later things we're going to complain about, the worst enemies in this game. They're they're a sign of things to come. They're the heralds. Yeah. uh, And and yeah, take them out, and you could breeze through. There's no real threats early on. Uh, But yeah, that's just... And I, I think that's a theme in some of these stages. Most of the enemies aren't bad, but we'll talk about one group of enemies in particular. But but there's always that one on each stage that just is it's just too damn cheap. Yeah, those those birds are cheap. They spawn at, at some of the most inopportune times. At the, specifically at the end of the first level, after mm-hmm. you get that first, uh, you know, you go into the door feel pretty good about yourself you get up to the top it's where you find the second transformation into the shinobi character and the first power-up so you're like yes i've got the first power-up now i'm going to destroy everything in my path and you you get to go through like two small floors uh, of areas where you can really wipe the floor clean of the, of the eight or nine zombies that are there and then you go down a ladder and no matter what you do birds spawn on both sides of the screen as you're going down the ladder you can't fire on the ladder you can't jump mm-hmm. off the ladder early you can't do anything other than try to somehow like walk up and down the ladder real fast and avoid these goddamn birds uh, but they're going to hit you they're going to hit you and you're going to lose your power up and probably hit you twice and you're going to lose your transformation oh, that's and it. all of a sudden you're like oh good I'm at the mini boss as my standard ass self maybe with one hit point left uh, the mini boss for the first level is just a like a skeleton with a sword but even though it's got a fairly basic pattern that is kind of easy to track, he jumps forward, he, he'll he pause for a second, giving you a chance to back up a little bit, then he'll swing his sword mm-hmm. and then he jumps away from you. It still seems like he's way too hard for what he is. His jump Sometimes he jumps forward, and as far as I can tell, there's no way to avoid that. If he jumps forward, he's just going to hit you. You can't duck under him. It's not like you can slide or anything. You're pretty much going to have to just assume every time he's going to jump back. And if he doesn't, uh, then he's going to stand on top of you and you'll lose your second hit point if you have both your hit points. The mini-bosses in the game, uh, as as the only single encounter, I mean, there's definitely some parts of this game that are well worse than these mini-bosses, but they may be the hardest parts of the game. If you were really trying to go through it, if you, if you thought, I'm going to blow through this game on a quarter, you might get through the levels to a point uh, without too many problems because you can skip the optional doors in the levels. But those mini-bosses that you can't skip are way harder than the actual bosses. Yeah, it's weird because, I mean, they're not even very large in stature. The The actual end-of-stage bosses are usually really big, uh, and, and they're the easy ones. You know, it doesn't take much to take them down. But these smaller bosses, 
they just they're about your size but the way they move around is like awkward it, it, every single one of them is just, I, I think maybe one i could get through if i really had a lot of patience with it and i just didn't at that point but most of them the way they move the way they jump the way they come at you it's just so awkward it, there's no i never had any confidence with being able to dodge what they were going to do and i actually tried like mm-hmm. i tried on a couple of them i was just like you know i want to see if it's possible and i'm sure it is i'm sure there's someone out there that can fucking beat this thing with their eyes closed but i could not just get any level of confidence uh, trying to fight those the, the mini bosses at all and, and it is unusual how difficult they are and then you go on a, a couple of the la- a couple of the bosses on there the main bosses i was able to get through you know uh, on you know one run no continues on them these mini bosses just wore me out and it seemed like no matter how long i played and i played against some of them for a while i just i couldn't nail a a pattern or anything down uh, usually you can you can kind of pinpoint one uh, some tails or, or things like that it just seemed like no one was very consistent with their their movement or their jumps or their attacks or anything like that so i mean the, the and these mini boss fights were just the the exact opposite of fun it was just me getting in a couple hits dying getting in a couple hits because the damage you do on the bosses carries over uh when you die or even if you have to continue uh, whatever damage you've done to them is, is still there when you start up again. So it, it just it became very frustrating. And then just an exercise and seeing how many hits I could get in before the next death. This is definitely one of those games that turns into a, a battle of attrition. It does. It it does. And there are a couple times, uh, one time in particular, that we will speak of uh, as we advance forward, where it's just... Uh, <sighs> All I can say is I wouldn't have blamed either of you if if you played for a little while and then said let's I'm going to wrap this up and just watch on YouTube. Uh, this is one where it's perfectly excusable. I, I think thankfully that wall, the first of those walls for me hit a little later. Um, I don't think we need to go into to full detail on all these levels, but uh, the the first level you talked about was Dale of Evil Gods. the The main boss for that is. Uh, like a big demon face on the on the right side of the screen that looks like it's kind of in a shell and it comes out of the shell and you can you know shoot it at that point but it also spits fire at you but generally it it's a pretty standard boss fight i did not have a whole lot of problems with it it's definitely hard it's not easy i I still have not gotten through that boss fight without getting hit but i have gotten through the first level like i said uh, previously without having to continue and i have gotten through it one time without dying completely Uh, but that said i walked into the next level Uh, this game is even mean enough that if you only have one hit point when you beat a boss you start the next level with that same one hit point oh just rude just a rude game. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. So the second that should have level told us everything we needed to know right there. <laughs> uh, the second level is to the evil mine. Uh, it's the first level, uh, the second level in the game, but it has multiple doors. Some of which, like Jeremy said, will give you power ups. And most of the time, that's that's kind of what the game expects you to do is to hunt down these rooms to find the power ups to get to get through the game. Um, I I agree with Jeremy. The point later on where you just know this is the door to the boss, so you're going to skip everything else. There's no mm-hmm. point. Uh, to the evil mind, though, is still pretty straightforward. There's only, I think, two doors, and the the second one is where the, the boss is. That mini boss is a, a green demon that runs back and forth across the bottom or jumps uh, over you, uh, but just does that back and forth. That's the... I didn't have a major problem with this boss, except that whether he jumps or runs seems to be totally random. 
It doesn't seem to matter if you've hit him or not. It doesn't seem to be like, oh, he runs twice, then jumps once. It, it seems to be just whatever the game feels like doing at that moment in time. Uh, and if it is just randomization, that is probably why these are so difficult, because it's not anything you can really prepare for. Um, the, the final boss on that level is a giant... It's supposed to. I think it's supposed to be an eye. I don't know. It's like a big orb with green, uh, like a green shell that circles around it, and eventually the green shell circles you, and you shoot the uh, the big circle on the other right side of the screen. Not not a hard boss either, but again, it, it had some neat mechanics. You had to jump things. You had to make sure you you didn't get hit by the balls when they circled you as well. Uh, I I like the 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 major bosses on this game a lot uh, yeah. compared to the rest of the game. Um, if anyone has anything to say about these levels in the middle of them, just interrupt me because I'm just trying to blow through to get to where it really, really takes a turn. Um, well, I, well I, I don't have. I've got something to say about in between every level. You're, you're greeted to a little bit of dialogue from the, the the main villain of this game, who I mean looks like a fucking evil sorcerer. He's got some things to say to you, and and I swear I wasn't paying much attention to it at first. The first one that caught my eye. He, and I wrote it down. You are very dangerous. Be dead down here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the translations are pretty bad. Uh, in fact, at the end of level two, he says, I'm destined just to die. I don't think that's, well, that's supposed to be threatening or not. I'm not really sure what he says. I know. I was, I, I was, I was angry to get a spoiler that, that early in the game. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man, just calm down. It's so, I know life can be hard, but just... Take it easy. We don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. We don't have to threaten suicide right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also the most bored voice actor on earth. Oh, uh, at yeah. least in the English uh, translation. Again, maybe the Japanese version of this has the most incredible voice acting, but the English one, he's just kind of like, "I'm destined just to die." What imprudent you human being! Face your trial by God. And you're like, well, that was exciting. <laughs> uh, also, I like uh, you know, and you'll see this screen a lot when you have to continue. The text says, again, changes to hell, which is pretty yeah. great. That's another amazing English uh, translation. <laughs> so after you get through to the evil mind, which, again, I think the first two levels are, are actually, aside from those fucking birds that are in both levels, are pretty pretty enjoyable. Uh, highway leading to a foreign space uh, is the first level where the, ran- the, the enemies that are all over the level are like these squid things. Mm-hmm. That, uh, uh, there are too many of them, and they come at weird angles. So you can't necessarily hit them when you need to, but they all, when they are at an even plane with you, will just fire at you. Uh, a lot of time, and there's a lot of jumping in that level that requires you to jump while firing at the right times. Uh, painful, but but it's the beginning of. Wait a minute, this may be really, really, really offensively hard. Uh, is is the regular level on that? Uh, the actual mini boss is. Uh, I call him Fish Man. He basically looks like a red man that's half fish, runs back and forth, and then like kind of does this bullet dive that you can avoid. I, I didn't have a problem with this mini boss specifically. I thought he He's was He's like the easiest okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then you are fighting uh what looks like you're inside a dragon's mouth shooting at a head outside the dragon's mouth. That's a terrible description. But when you play the boss, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, I love that boss. That boss was great. Mm-hmm. That the, this the bosses in this remind me of like a turbo graphics super shooter. Uh, all the bosses look like they're organic in some way. Uh, I, I love the bosses. So, uh, Castle <laughs> Level Four is Castle of Devils, which is a, a fairly confusing level until you realize that the door you need to find to get to the boss is directly above where you start, and you can go there immediately. If not, you can go all the way to the right 
and and it takes a long time. There's a lot of water, a lot of difficult jumps, things spawning all over the place. Or you can just go straight up and go right to the end of the level. Uh, I, I highly recommend that because the rest of that level is not, not horribly hard, but hard enough that you shouldn't need to go through it, especially knowing that any power-ups you get, you're going to lose before you get back to that boss anyway. This is a a weirdly designed game. Sometimes, <laughs> like, like I I did the same. You know, I saw the door when I got onto that screen or that stage, and I was like, well, that's obviously just gonna lead to a power up or something. Explored the rest of that stage completely before I ever made it back over there and went in there, and there was the boss. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was right here. Like I just wasted like twenty minutes going through the worst shit. Then all I had to do was just jump up there to that door, and, and the stage would have been over. Well, knowing how the game was set up at that point, I knew there had to at least be one level where that was the case, right? Where that where the rest of the level would be uh, not a red herring because you want to go there to get the power ups, I suppose. And if you care about score, which I can't imagine you would in this game, uh, oh, you would want to clear the levels out. But uh, <clears throat> but it, it's I knew there would be a level that had to have like, oh yeah, the first or second door is the end. You know, you'll miss the other half of the level where there's some really cool power ups. But uh, no, they aren't really cool at all. Same power ups. Uh, level five. Oh boy, here we go. The amazingly titled Underground Passage of Devils, which I'm sure is supposed oh, to be underground, geez. but it's the Underground Passage of Devils. <laughs> I saw the, I laughed the first time I saw it, uh, but after seeing it for about the fucking 300th time, <laughs> oh, it just started. Uh, this level, this goddamn level, this uh, <sighs> Super Meat Boy holds the distinction of the only game to make me rise from sitting to standing. And to yell at the television loudly <laughs> with no regard for anyone else in the room. This game came so close, so close. And it's only because I was holding the switch in my hands that it was pointless to get up and get up and yell at the TV. This it's for one reason. Uh, well, one, it's the most shittily laid out maze I've ever seen. And it's these damn frogs. There, there are frogs on here start innocently enough as, as tiny, tiny frogs, and they grow into just pure hell. See, like you, you mentioned these frogs, and like I got to that stage after you did, and mm-hmm. like I, I, it starts off easy enough. the The first part of the stage does. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I was like, that wasn't mm-hmm. too bad. Like, what's going on here? And then you get to a point where, like you said, there these these frogs are just everywhere. There's like I don't know, like five or six that make up just that will end up turning into one large frog man. And here's how they set you up. Here's what they fucking do to you. They're these, uh, I think they're birds. They're, they look like a bird statue that shoots out lightning and you have to duck down to, to shoot this thing. And it takes several shots, but in that amount of time, these frogs, you know, when they drop down and they're small, you can clear them out, mm-hmm. but you're having to focus on this statue that, that's keeping you from being able to stand back up. And in that amount of time, these frogs, they, they, they grow and goddamn, there they are. And it, it's just a trap that you encounter so many times in this. And it basically was me. Every time there's a statue and when the frogs drop down, I knew I was done. Thankfully, a, a, a small mercy. When you die, when you come back, the frogs are not there, at least for a, a, a second or and then you can move along, but shit, I, this uh, this was when the game had had always been difficult. There was always that cheap enemy here and there, and the mini bosses were tough. This is the first point in time where I 
figured uh, not only did I want to call it a day, but I was going to have to call it a day because I, I was just lost and just dying over and over again. I, I probably spent more time playing the stage than I did uh, the, just the, the rest of the game. So there's two reasons that that happened in this stage. The frogs will go for the first. It's meaner than what you said, because the first few times you see these frogs in the beginning of the level, the easier part of the level, uh, that's more of a traditional point A to point B. uh, It's like these frogs will jump down and there's like six or seven. Mm -hmm. And when they're as frogs, most of the frogs, first of all, when they're tiny frogs, they can't hurt you. You're fine. But only one of those frogs will turn into like a giant frog man that... You know, you're like, okay, fine. One giant frog man uh, on their own, not terrible. They jump over you. Uh, one back is and man. Forth. Yeah, one one is totally doing doable. Uh, and then you get to a second group, and it's like, oh, now there's two of these frogs. Okay, well that that's okay. I, I can deal with two frogs out of these six or seven, you know, tiny frogs. You're not sure which one's going to turn into the frog, but if you just start shooting them, if they die in one hit, it's not one of those frog men. Later on, it's like ten frogs jump down, and nine mm-hmm. of them are those frog monsters, mm-hmm. and and that's where it gets to be cruel. But and, make- here's, and, and here's the thing. They're, they're on both sides of you. So when one hits you, you get knocked right back into a fucking other one. Yes. And, and you're dead. I mean, that's your two hits right there. Yes. Uh, time and time again, that played out for me. There's a section of that level where you find um, it's like a staircase where every step has a treasure chest on it. That has mm-hmm. two power-ups. It has a bunch of transformation orbs. In theory... That's like your go-to spot. If you can get to that point of the level, you could pick whatever you want. Except that around that staircase, at the bottom of that staircase, is spikes uh, that kill you. At, not kill you in one hit, but basically it, it hits you for a second. If you don't get out in the next second, there's your second life point. Uh, and then platforms that fall to the ground. And when you get to that staircase, like 20 frogs fall down. And they will not... You have to kill them all. Not one of them is a regular frog. They're all these super frogs. They don't die to the spikes. So they're just jumping all over the spike pits while you're jumping on these platforms if you're trying to actually clear them out to get to the treasure chests. Uh, And, oh, yeah, by the way, if you accidentally shoot those treasure chests uh, and then die, all the contents of the chests are gone. So if you go like, oh, good, I got my power-up, I'll jump over there. Oh, I died. At least the power-up's there. No, it's gone. You've lost your chance to get it. And now you're still stuck in this room full of spikes and frogs. And, uh, And that room itself... I, I went back after we finished this, and I got all the way to this point. And that was with the game. You know, I, I changed the settings on the game to the easiest possible option. I had a bunch of extra mm-hmm. lives. Uh, everything was a little weaker. I still died like 14 times on that one set of staircases, and I thought, forget it. Fuck this game. I'm never playing this again uh, once I got to that point the second time through. But this time, the first time, I don't know how, but I fumbled through this maze and got through it in about 10 minutes total. I don't know how I found my way through it because it wasn't like I was, I even realized it was a a maze as opposed to just a lot of long corridors, but it's, it's like four, uh, four different stories uh, of a, of, you know, four different floors on, on like a building, for example, but they're all endless hallways and there's only Mm -hmm. one ladder up or down that will take you to the proper pathway. Uh, Much like the endless maps in like uh, the original metal gear or, or Zelda on that mountain. But there's nothing that says, oh, go third staircase up, fourth staircase down, one staircase up. Nothing tells you anywhere, anywhere, or gives you any sign of how to get through this, this maze. You just have to map it out, play it a whole bunch of times, just memorize the damn thing. I fumbled through it, 
and got to the end, and I was like, well, that was terrible. I don't know how I got here, but at least I'm through it. Uh, Billy must have been in that maze for, I, I think, two hours. I, I was. Uh, it was it was a legitimate, uh, I, I think I finally voiced my concerns to you guys, at a, and, and I, I, I don't usually I try to do these things on my own. I, got, I was begging for help. Somebody, please. Please well, help did, me. I did the same I, thing as Jeremy. Like, I just, I, I guess I just made it through magically. Because I, I, I had it, I was kind of going back and forth for a second, but then I was just like, all right, I'm just going to go and climb these ladders and see where the hell it takes me. Because at that point, I wasn't even trying to kill any of the frog people or any, I was just pushing forward. Because yeah. it, it it was almost impossible to even try to fight the frogmen in the first place because there's like six or seven of them at a time. So I, I was just trying to get through it. And somehow I, I made it to the end, but man, you must have, you must have picked the wrong day to fuck with Magician Lord. I did. Oh, and it about drove me crazy. I don't have any religious lean, lean, leanings, but I put one out there for any of whoever. whoever wants to, whoever wants to claim me. I put it out there, Satan included. Yeah. Whoever wanted to help me get through this damn level. I, I got to the point where I had opened up the, uh, I had opened up the text version of it to see if maybe there was a little map or something like that on a walkthrough. Uh, and about the time I finally did that, and it was, it was great. Re- I, I tried not to. I was determined at this point that I was going to do this myself. But I had it open, and I just so happened in that point in time to fumble through it. I can't tell you how I did it. I can't tell you if I could do it again. I, I'll tell you that I won't do it again. Uh, at this level, and and I've never encountered many mazes in video games where there's there's nothing. There's like nothing to to be able to tell if you're going the right way or if you're, if you're going the wrong. I, it's like Jeremy P said. I didn't even know it was a damn maze. I didn't know we were doing that. I didn't know it was a fucking maze game coming up, our maze level. And there's nothing. No no hints dropped anyway. No secrets that are kind of kind of pointing the way no chimes that go off when you take the correct ladder nothing and i i spent a good couple hours on this stage and i I, my hats go off to anybody that can just whip through this uh quickly because it's it it is insanity i was pushed to the brink of insanity i started to do that thing where you you're not angry anymore you just laugh and that's you're your mind is, is right there. It, it's that rubber band that's pulled to the point where you can see the cracks start to form in it. And if you pull it a little bit more, it's going to break. But fortunately, I made it. And I'd like to tell you I'm a better person or a stronger person for it, but I'm just another piece of the puzzle. Why I'm so damn fucked up this game. The next level is kind of a reward for getting through this section. So the frogs are hands down the worst standard enemies in the game. I mean, the, the the areas where they are 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 cramped. You have no way to escape them. When they hit you once, you're going to get knocked into another one. There's always a bunch of them at once. Uh, and they take a lot of hits to go down of your regular shot. Yes. Uh, so so finishing that level, uh, the boss of that level is, is like a tower where the it looks like a tower of eyes, but you can only hurt the eye in the middle that opens and closes or something. Uh, I don't remember that being a very notable boss. I was just happy to be done with that level. 
The next level is Corridor Leading to Hell, which is a much more standard, you know, sword and sword and sorcery kind of level. You, you fight against swordsmen, you fight against uh, standard people you'd expect in a castle for the, the most and part. And cat girls. And cat girls. But at least they still are people, and they have a pattern, and yes. it makes sense. Um, that level is fine. Uh, the boss for that level is actually really cool. It's like a, it looks like a, almost like a bug. That shoots mm-hmm. out all their bugs out of its butt, and then you shoot. You have to blow up parts of it to ve- eventually get to what I think is supposed to be the head. I'm not really sure, but at least it was another cool, like organic-looking boss. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, the next level is the last full level of the game. Uh, I'm not even sure how you pronounce this. I think it's oh, Galagis. Galagis. <laughs> I, um, I pronounced it a pile of shit. Is what I, I think. What I I have written down for it. Well, you had mentioned how you got to the point of in the labyrinth where you're just laughing. Um, yes, this was my point. Uh, oh, I spent it was for me too. I spent this level starts out easily enough. The, the the main monsters in this first part of the level are these big circles that are are basically like big eyeballs, kind of, and they float down towards you. And then when they're near you, they shoot. You know, a, a beam in your direction, and they take a couple mm-hmm. hits to go down. They're very simple, very straightforward. Compared to the birds, you're like, well, these guys are all right. I can just kind of avoid them. They don't move very fast. Um, but after about 10 feet of walking through the part, the, the beginning of the level, you're treated to what should be the easiest platforming section as far as the level design goes in any game ever. It's six platforms of exactly the same length. You can walk off one under the other. I mean, literally, if you were, if there was nothing else around you, this would be a, an unnecessary set of platforming. Sure, you can fall to your death if you're not careful, but generally, just take your time. You'll make it to the other side. Mm-hmm. Except that these goddamn eyeballs will spawn in groups of three or four uh, from the top and the bottoms, sometimes right in front of you. You can't avoid shooting them, and you can only shoot in the four cardinal directions. So it's not even like you can shoot diagonally at them and take them down as they slowly yeah. move towards you. You have to try to jump. And as soon as you're jumping, and we haven't complained much about this, but uh, because up until this point it never mattered, uh, the jumping on this game is terrible. It's <laughs> the, the precision of landing where you want to land is non-existent. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's and the platforms uh, are also not the best. Sometimes you'll just fall through them. I'm a big fan of yeah. that uh, in games. Yeah, the, uh, the jumping on here, this game wants to be Mario all of a fucking sudden with these jumps. It, it does not have the control. It's it's just the floatiest damn jump. And yeah, it's almost impossible to land, like stick a landing back on these platforms. I found and oh boy, six platforms. There are six platforms you simply need. And is that not the most frustrating part of it? That it's just, it's so simple. The concept of it, of just passing these platforms. If there weren't the enemies, like Jeremy P said, you wouldn't even have to jump. You can just cross them. But these things, and, and they continue to spawn. Like I, I, I tried everything. I tried clearing out the ones at the beginning and trying to, trying to coax the ones that were on the first platform to come back to the, the beginning of that area there's more they they keep coming yeah you can't do that there's there's no nothing you can do and i spent a couple of hours and that damn level we just talked about next long the next largest length of time was spent here and it that's even worse because it's one fucking screen i spent this time on and just one a hit and you're done essentially you're not going to take a hit fall off these platforms and then have a chance to get back up. And, and there are so many times that the end was kind of in sight for me. 
and a couple times where I just tried to jump for it, and it's it's tough. This is the single like I'd say toughest screen of a video game I have encountered. It's weird because I know you guys had a lot of trouble with this. Oh, no, listen to this. <laughs> Look at no, this. This, is... this, this, my, this fucking video game king. Okay, what, no, it wasn't even be... long. Two, two it seconds was... it took him. It wasn't even any skill to it. Like, oh I... my god. No, shut up. I, I, I mean, as far as like what I did to get past it, because I spent probably sixteen or seventeen tries. You know, I finally got to it after, you know, what you had said and, and how bad it was. And I, I was having the same problems. I was like, oh, my God, like I can't you can't get past this. It's literally impossible. And at one point, one of them hit me. So like in a way that, you know, usually you're falling back towards uh, mm-hmm. the right and that you die. And I think I had maybe got to the fourth platform and he hit me in a way that it made me go to the to the left and it just knocked me over onto the thing that you're actually supposed to get to eventually to climb down I'll so it was completely by accident that i even made it past. but if i was trying to get past it for real there's absolutely no way i, I it would have just been complete luck at some point because i i could not find a spot or anywhere where i could consistently kill these these eyeballs yeah so that they're not hitting you and knocking you back and knocking forward it was just you just can't do it no and and the way i finally did it was to i i didn't even cross all the platforms i i took a blind leap i just as as far over to the left as i could and i happened to as soon as you set your feet down on the other side uh, i mean that's where you're going to start from that point on so i mean you're safe then but oh yeah i i don't know. I haven't watched enough walkthroughs to see if anyone has has crossed all of these platforms or not. But I, I sure would have gone for a lucky break like that. God damn, this thing wore me out. Did anyone actually get past it for real? I don't need this kind of stress in my life. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you actually accidentally did what you're supposed to do. At least every I, I single guess. online playthrough that that I saw, they did the, they got to the fourth platform or so, then turned around so that they'd be hit backwards to the left and they would land on that platform that you landed on uh, what kind of, oh. well I, again i don't know if that's how it was designed uh, that's yeah. just what people do there's plenty of games uh, especially older games where, where you do some weird things you're like i don't think that was the intentional way to play this but who cares that's how you play it and there's another section in this same level where a similar uh section happens so in the room where the mini boss is the only way to get to that room you have to climb a ladder and there are these spikes that come out on the left and the right of the area the ladder's in, and it's easy to avoid them, and you can see the alcove you need to go to is in the left, but you can't jump to it. You, you, there's no easy way to get to it. Uh, did anyone figure out how to get to that alcove without looking it up? You have to take a hit and get knocked off the ladder, and then if you want to go to the left, just push hard to the left, and, and your fellow will end up in that alcove. The only problem with this game is a lot of times when you get to those spikes to take the hit, you've already taken your one. So you can't. You have to get there with with that full health bar, and you got to crank that out, and you got to hope that the other spike doesn't hit you uh, during your descent, or you're just going to continue to to start back up there at the top. Maybe there's another way, but but as far as what I saw other people doing in red, that is that is what you have to do. It, it definitely seems like that's the way to get to the end of that. Once you've gotten through those platforms, the rest of the level is pretty straightforward. Um, however, it does end with the hardest mini boss, 
in the game. It's like a black knight that fences you. Uh, oh, boy. That asshole knight. And I, I'm sure there's a skill to it, but goddamn if I figured it out. I, I couldn't I couldn't make it work in any useful way. And the, the era you fight him in here is tiny. Like, you have half a screen, if that, to do all this maneuvering. And like we said earlier, the jumping in this game is not great. So you're not the master of maneuvering. Maybe one of the other forms, I know the Shinobi form, for example, does jump a lot higher and a little more responsive. But but still, who has the forms by the time they get to this point? Especially if you get hit once and you lose your powers and everything. So it's, with your standard form, two hit points, I easily continued on this level just between the platforms and then when I finally got through it this I mean if I continued 100 times in this game 80 were right here it was Mm -hmm. misery well it's the fact that it's such a it is like you said such a small area and his main attack is to is to thrust forward with the sword and when he does that that takes up half that takes up half of the already diminished area you have there's just no room to maneuver around this guy and when he's charging at you is the only time you can actually hurt him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he's blocking your shots up and down. You know, I mean, you can't jump over him real fast and shoot him. Uh, not that yeah. you could do that if you meant to, but if you did it by accident, it still wouldn't hurt him. You've got, you can mm-hmm. only hurt him when he's charging at you. So you have to make sure you have room for him to charge you at least once. You fire a bunch at him, then jump over him. But in this little alcove, there's there's not really room for that. So mm-hmm. uh, I died a bunch of times on him, but whatever. Uh, because my only notes for this level, it says platforms, go fuck yourself. So I don't really remember <laughs> the boss of this level. Mm-hmm. I think it was a giant purple guy. Uh, th- 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 if you go through the platforms, you've basically beaten the game. And congratulations. Because the rest of the game, if you've gotten this far, you've already continued a million times, so you don't even care about that. Uh, the last level is, unfortunately... Uh, the much-hated boss rush level. Fuck, a damn roll call. I, I My heart sank. J- I, Jeremy said this one before I got to it. He revealed this, and I just I started to dread it. Uh, this is the most shittily done boss rush of anything I've seen. You beat a boss, and you're in the same room. You beat a boss, and you don't walk. You don't travel anywhere on the stage. You don't get a chance to pick up any, any power-ups or anything. Just the screen goes black, it comes back, and there's the next one. Screen goes black, it comes back, there's the next one. Uh, it just seems, it just seems very thrown in. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's going to be a boss rush because why not? You know, you've made it this far. It's it's been misery. Uh, the game refuses to let you have fun, any fun with it, and has beaten you down at every turn. And here comes that boss rush because you you deserve it. You've you've played it this far. Uh, you've made it this far, Magician Lord. Here is your reward. It should be said that it's not a it's not a an end level boss rush. This is a fucking mini boss rush. Yeah, yeah. it's not even the big ones. It's all of the mini ones, which were the worst in the game. Yes, here they all are again. I would probably have enjoyed an actual final boss rush because those are the only yeah. parts of oh, the yeah. levels that after the yeah. first level or two that I actually wanted to play. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed getting to those bosses because it was not the pain of multiply spawning levels with or enemies all over levels and frogmen and fucking platforms. It was just like, yeah, here's a boss fight. Just just take your time and you're a smart guy. You can get through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, the boss fights, I mean, sure, I died on all of them, but I felt like I could do it without dying with enough practice, where a lot of the levels, I don't think that's the case. Specifically, the frog levels, I, I can't imagine. Again, I, I guess if I was a fully charged up, I don't know, fire-breathing dragon, maybe I could blast everything to bits before it came to me, but I was never that thing. Uh, and as a wizard with two hit points and a terrible 
energy beam that I only have, it, it does not work. You, you just die too many times in those areas. So the bosses would have been great, but no. Yeah, you fight those terrible meat bosses, including that awful fencing boss you just got through. Hey, do it again. <laughs> do it one more time. Isn't this fun? And you, so if you can plow through that uh, after putting in... I mean. If I would have spent quarters on this game, I would have dropped fifty bo- fifty dollars to get through this game, guaranteed. Uh, oh yeah. You get to the last boss as a torse, as a torse doesn't matter. Not a bad fight. Not a bad Not fight. Not a at bad all. fight. It, it made sense. If, if anything, it was kind of a letdown because I was like, oh, this is a mechanic I understand. I, I can do this. This is what I would expect from any other game. Uh, you know, compared to the last few bosses, this is a totally doable thing. Uh, and I liked it. I liked the last boss. Mm-hmm. I felt really good about myself. I mean, it was it was kind of the classic, classic final boss for for games like this. You know, it, it, you know, it had a couple parts to it and it, predictable, but I, it still, you know, it, it wasn't easy by any means. I mean, you couldn't just stand there and 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 you know do it, just hold down the the button and, and win. But but at least not hard like these other ones. And, and I don't mind. A challenge at all but, but i just the, the way this game presents the challenges is not the way i i, I like in my games where it's just wonky mechanics and, and controls and things like that so yeah this this last boss just like the other end of stage bosses were were joy to play because those kind of were the more traditional type bosses and, and kind of work the same as bosses that i'm used to in in other games so yeah i Love this last boss fight. Uh, I thought it, it summed it up just fine. And like Jeremy P said, I consider the last boss to be those goddamn platforms. Because even with the even with the boss rush later on, that's essentially the last part where you're going to be stuck. You can chip away at enemies and and bosses and continue all you want. Uh, so yeah, you get past those platforms, just keep powering through. And you defeat this boss, and oh, and this is the point where you get to pick your form. We should add. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. We already mentioned from, earlier from the, from the six up there, and I was like, wow. Uh, I guess I've missed a whole lot of shit in this game. And this is when I picked the the water guy. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you to anybody who feels like they should go out and play this. When you get to that screen, pick anybody else. Hey, guess which guy I chose? Water hey. guy. Oh, you guys. <laughs> he looks oh. he looks the coolest. I was oh. like, I haven't seen any of these guys. I've seen Ninja and, and Dragon. I was like, who the fuck mm-hmm. are the rest of these guys? And it's like, well, this guy down here, he's he, he looks like he could fuck somebody up. He does. And, he's he looks a customer. Yeah, and, and I get there and he couldn't even hit the thing that was on the screen. Yeah, no, he just no, used water for him. <laughs> he just lobs the, the thing off to the side of the screen. The boss is at the top. He's floating around at the. I'm just like, what did I just pick? Like this guy can't even touch it. And of course, then I, I, you know, revert back to magician fucker after like two hits. Yeah. So that was, you know, worthless. Thanks, game. I wish that's, it it's it's the old it's the final insult to injury that you're presented with options and and at least one of them can't even harm the damn balls. <laughs> I wish we would have filmed you guys. Getting to that point just to be like, all right, this guy looks amazing. And then seeing you couldn't <laughs> hit the boss, just like, yeah, that figures. Fuck this game. You this wouldn't is- want to say, I was all, my damn face was already fucking red. My damn shirt was tear stained at this point. You wouldn't want to see me. I pressed up to shoot and he didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's a bad. It it is insulting because it's also just like if you're getting that far and you're that good, then you've probably got the form you want anyway. I mean, I guess you could be like for some reason Waterman's great to that boss and you don't want to be Waterman anymore. I don't believe that's true. I don't think Waterman's good for anything. But I picked the the last guy, the guy that shoots a light, uh, lightning everywhere. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. But again, you get hit twice, you're out. And I wasn't fully powered up, so it's not like I was shooting all over the screen. It was just a, a tiny circle around me, and I got hit pretty mm-hmm. quickly and lost it. But it's almost like, all right, here you go. Here's where you can gear up. You're ready to go. No, nah, just kidding. You're back to your guy. Haha. Take that. Be a wizard. But I mean, but it but it should be it should be said that uh, your wizard form is, is it may be the mo- maybe the best form for this fight. I, I refuse to believe that wizard is the best form for anything, but it's definitely better than Waterman. So I'll take that. You get, uh, he can shoot up. Well, he can shoot upwards, which is a nice step a nice forward bonus. from Waterman. Um, but yeah, the last boss is not hard. It, it moves kind of very predictable pattern. Uh, it, it shoots these little eyeball guys. Here's something that's fun I like in games that this game did. Uh, when when the boss spawns like a projectile that homes in on you and it kills you, it's great when you come back in and those are still on the screen and they still home at you. Oh. That is so nice. Like you figure after oh, they kill you, they yeah. go away, or or maybe they would just go away because the the boss spawned him and you died, so they should go away. No, nope. If, if he shot four bullets at you and they were coming at you and you died, you spawn in four bullets are coming right at you again. Oh, <laughs> such a treat. Should, the way you respawn in this game is totally broken. Sometimes, like it, it will just kind of respawn you where you're at, but where you're at sometimes usually has a lot of stuff around you. At one point, I was in lava. And yes. it respawned me in the lava. In the it's damn like, lava. Like, I need to get out of the lava. I've already taken a hit before I've even been able to move my character. So, like, it just doesn't understand, like, being able to move you back a little bit or something. Uh, sometimes it has weird checkpoints, like, when you continue. But, like, going from life to life, you will just spawn basically mm-hmm. right where you died with yeah. almost zero time to, to get away from the hordes of enemies that are coming at you. As you can tell... None of us are going to recommend you rush out to play this game. <clears throat> I think after playing through the end, and again, I did start it again to try to see, like, now that I've gotten to the end, maybe I could get a little farther. And I, I can get through the first level uh, on a one continue. And I've gotten all the way to the mini boss for the second area on one continue one time. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I know what doors to skip and, and, uh, and I know where those bird guys spawn in those levels. I memorize them, so I'm ready for them. Uh, but the later levels, I don't think even any amount of memorization is going to help you. I think it's too frustrating to to really enjoy. It's a short game. I mean, if if you knew exactly what you were doing and those platforms somehow didn't kill you 100 times first, yeah. you can blow through this game reasonably. Not a speed run, but you could blow through this game in under an hour with no problem. Yeah, uh, there there are people on YouTube, several people that are that are hitting this thing in you know forty forty five minutes. No, I mean the speed runs are fourteen minutes, and and that's yeah that that's in, insane, but but it's totally doable. Uh, but I think if you didn't know exactly where to go in the maze, because that's going to add a couple hours to your day, <laughs> and if you didn't know how to get through those platforms and weren't just willing to throw in the towel, I mean that that's going to add an extra couple hours to your playthrough. I don't even know if it's worth playing through once. Those those are those two sections, the maze and the platforms, could be the worst two sections in any game we've reviewed. Hands down, at least for the platforms. I've never yeah. been so angry that uh, after playing it for an hour at that one, literally one screen. I mean, I, I, you start in that same spot because you don't respawn if you're on a moving platform. You, you start at the beginning of the last solid platform when you when you come back in. And I played it 
the other day, my it was just me and, and my four-year-old who was playing on a tablet or something near me. And after an hour of hearing me just losing my mind, I wasn't yelling. I just started laughing uncontrollably. And I would just be like, oh, look, I died again. Isn't this fun or whatever? He walked over to me and he turned the TV off, but the, the game, not the game, but turned the TV off and took the controller out of my hand and said, dad, this is a bad game. <laughs> and he knows that's it. it. He knew he had, he was like, dad, this is a bad game. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're very right. You're much smarter than me and you're four. You know way better than I do. And uh, and I was that was the point where I, you guys hadn't gotten there yet, and I thought, I'm done. I'm going to watch a, a playthrough of the rest mm. of this just to talk about it. I'm never playing this again. But then both of you guys were like, oh, yeah, we got through those. It made it sound like it was no big deal, so I was like, no, I can't. I can't be the only guy oh, who's through the platforms. <laughs> I think I think we maintained a tough exterior, but on the inside we were fucking, we were broken. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's there's, there's some things about the game that I still I like the look of it. I, I think it yes. you know for an early Neo Geo game or launch mm-hmm. Neo Geo game like it's still a nice looking game. It's got it some is. good good colors to it. The bo- the bigger bosses are all neat. Uh, you know there's there's just the the style to it is just this dark fantasy that I've always been a fan of. A lot of blood yes. everywhere. Uh, just weird designs, like, and it's got some good music. Even though you're probably not going to hear more than ten seconds of that music at a time, because you're going to die, it's going to reset. It could have been but, on a second loop. I'll never know. Yeah, I. But yeah, if you got to sit there and listen, I, I had to sit the switch down for a second, uh, doing something <laughs> just, just to, you know. And it, the music was playing. I was like, hey, this has got some pretty good music. This is actually like the first time I've heard more than like ten seconds of it. But you know, it's a, it, it it's got some neat stuff to it, but just the design all around is just i don't know it's it's really really bad it's just unforgiving battle of attrition terrible level design yeah. bad bad power ups it's just across the board check marks down the list uh, of what you can do to fuck up a game and i know there's a lot of people out there that really love magician lord mm-hmm. and you know more power to you you, you like what you want to like but i i just cannot I just can't. I will never play this game again. I, I and I'm similar, but very similar. I just there are some nice parts. There are some nice ideas. Uh, I, I like any game where you can you can change your character into different forms. Uh, Altered Beast, uh, we mentioned earlier on, uh, but you just uh, part of the fun is changing into that form and keeping it for a little bit, and lives just don't last too long on this game and and like jeremy said earlier he considers himself to be pretty good at video games i sure as fuck hope i'm good at him because i've wasted 30 some years playing them but this is just it's 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 a step above the the kind of game i like playing in terms of difficulty and it's not the kind of difficulty i like where it's it's a matter of you know kind of learning something and and it has that moment where everything clicks and you're like oh that's what i've been doing wrong this whole time no it's just we've said it several times already just a battle of attrition just killing enemies dying restarting finishing them off and and moving forward and it's a nice looking game uh I like a lot of the the your character on there, a lot of the enemy characters, especially those those in level uh, the in the level bosses are very nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, this game, I'm sure it has its fans. Uh, I'm sure this game will appeal to some people, and uh, I'm sure there are people of skill level 
far beyond mine that will wonder what the hell we're complaining about. Uh, but for me and for anybody else just kind of wanting to casually pick up a, you know, a, a 16 bit side scroller of, of, of this nature, you can do better or you can at least do something much less frustrating than this one. It's cheap. This game is cheap in every way that it makes it tough. The actual gameplay is it, it like for, you know, I played the first two levels enough to really know if, if those birds weren't in it, those first two levels would actually be fun. They mm-hmm. would be a good time. You'd be able to get through it. I mean, they still have just with the mini bosses and bosses, you got a lot of challenge mm-hmm. there and there's still things that you could screw up. I mean, there there's um, along with the enemies, there's definitely some, uh, you know, like spikes that fall from the ceiling in certain parts and, tr- and pit traps and things you have to pay attention to that could still kill you. But those birds are just cheap. And unfortunately, every level has something if it's not the level itself that mm-hmm. is extremely cheap and, and hard to make it so that this is going to eat your quarters. You're going to put money into this thing over and over again if you want to get through it. But I, again, I can't imagine in the arcades anyone would put that much money into a game. You could have bought the arcade game for probably yeah. less than it costs you to to put enough quarters in to beat it. Yeah. And then uh, I, the power-ups that should make it so these things are acceptable. Like, we, you know, we, we talked a couple times how it's, it's very much like a shooter very much like a, a Gradius or whatever, in the difficulty of you get fully powered up and you're destroying everything. But when you die, you're back to, you know, Johnny One-Shot. And it's... The power-ups in a shooter, though, are everywhere. You kill enemies, they fall mm-hmm. down from the enemies. They're all over the map. Sometimes you save whatever you had, you get to come back in with that same power level. This is, like, stingy with power-ups. It's not stingy with taking them away. And you have to basically be perfect through the the first two levels to even see what a fully powered up character could look like. And you're not even going to see all the forms because there's no chance you're going to get some of those uh, other forms in those first couple levels. And then the later levels are just, just too much. It's, it's way too hard. Again, assuming you don't die anywhere, maybe you'd be okay if you were fully powered up, but I I don't believe that ever happens. Uh, It's, it's just cheap. And, and at least the, the maze and the platform are not just cheap, but incredibly bad level design. Maybe some of the worst level design ever. The the platform section, if the goal is for you to figure out how to trick the game into letting you fall into a platform, that is terrible. Uh, I, I can't imagine that was the intent. Uh, just just awful. Uh, that said, you know what those those platforms actually reminded me of? Like, if someone just wanted to make a Mario Maker level mm. that, that wanted you to scream. Yeah, like one somebody, of really... somebody wants to sit down and torture their friends. Yeah, like it, just make a really short level, but make it as hard and as brutal as possible. And like I was jumping across those fucking things like this is just somebody's really asshole Mario Maker level. <laughs> like it's what it comes down to. And that's there's a lot of parts where it just feels like the game wants to be an asshole. It is possible. I mean, the bonus of Mario Maker is that you know starting into it that's probably what was made. Uh, but also you have to beat a Mario Maker level to submit it. So someone <laughs> had to have gone through it. Now again, if the trick in Mar- in that Mario Maker level is to get hit at a certain spot to fall down to the right platform, okay, that makes you a dick. And actually, you can actually... Uh, I-, I made a level on purpose that you... There was a hidden door, and that's the only actual way to get to the end. Oh, uh, you're a dick! I, I did do that. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't upload it because I felt bad. <laughs> 
but I made it to see if it would work. Uh, and, These developers did not feel bad. Like, I made it so the jumps were, like, just a couple spots too far. There's no way you'd make it even to get your fastest. Mm. And I was like, ha-ha, they was going to lose their mind on this. And I was like, that's just mean. What was the point of what I just did? That was a dick move. Uh, and that's, I don't think they did that out here, though. I think they just, you know, they didn't, there's no way someone playtested those platforms and was like, this is what we wanted. This is exactly what we wanted. You never make it through, and you'll break a Neo Geo arcade game by just putting your fist through it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's not the intent. So, again, I don't recommend it. I do think it's pretty. I think it, it has some neat ideas, but it tries so hard to make it hard that it succeeds in making it an unplayable mess. So, uh, I'm not going to recommend this to anybody uh, unless I really hate them and they have a whole lot of money to find a Neo Geo. I'd say flush it, but I don't think you could get one of those goddamn thirty-pound cartridges <laughs> down down the fucking toilet. Because, yeah, I, I no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not dealing with it anymore. Yeah, and this one, most of the games on here. Once we're done reviewing them, I, I I'll go back through. If I hadn't finished it, I'll try to, or if I if I learn something from one of you guys, I'll go back there and kind of apply it to to the game. I'll never. I'll never go back to this one. I'm going to free up that space on the Switch probably as soon as we get done here. Uh, the, one and done on this one. I've, I have done my time with Magician Lord. So next episode, uh, no one else picked a game, which means I get to pick the game. And if I pick the game, it means it's probably a TurboGrafx game no one else is going to enjoy. So this oh, next God, episode will be done? exactly the same. Oh, Sorry, guys. Oh. Next time is I ask another, for a game... Is this another childhood favorite? Uh, actually, this is even more damaging. This is a game I slightly remember because a friend had it. So oh, I can't boy. even say that this is a childhood favorite other than I remember it being interesting. Uh, so we're going to try Silent Debuggers for the TurboGrafx-16. But here's my, here's my, my statement. Uh, if we start playing this game and it's terrible, we will also be covering Bonk's Adventure. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Next episode may be about two games. It's, it's, it's come to this with the TurboGrafx-16 games. They, uh, they come with a, a disclaimer that if it sucks too much ass, we're going to be reviewing a different game. We will cover a second TurboGrafx game if Silent Debuggers is a complete trash fire. Now, I, I, I don't a, remember I it being. I feeling we're not doing, dealing with ifs. We're dealing with wins. Uh, we'll see. I don't want to spoil too many things other than to say I never came close to beating this game. And I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> this time either. So, <laughs> until then, uh, while we're pouring, pulling our own hairs out, please check us out at Retrovania.net on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, pretty much anywhere you find the internet, and we will see you next time.